Alright, starting momentarily here with the podcast. Hey, this is uh, for the momentary. I'm about to change the name of this. Uh, It's going to be no longer Panic Attack. This is going to be called um, Americana, the American Way. And the reason for the change, um, I don't feel panic attack is appropriate anymore. Uh, The reason for changing the name of the podcast and the YouTube is going to be because, um, one, I don't have panic attacks anymore. Number two... I um I don't feel like America needs to be in a panic anymore. I think we need to be getting back to our roots. Um I think we need to get back to Americana, the American way of doing things, which was a unique way things were done differently here. Um we're not socialist. We're not uh, racist. We're the great melting pot of societies where everyone from around the world can come. Though we ask them to come through the legal process and always have. Uh, Everyone can come, contribute their culture to the rest of us. And then it becomes the American culture. So, with that, uh, I'm going to call this the inaugural episode of Americana, the American Way for the Anchor.fm and the Anchor Podcast app, as well, pardon me, as uh, my YouTube page. Official name changes chumming shortly. Welcome along to Christmas music. (laughs) Yeah, um, and so it was a nice little Christmas guitar shred there to open you up and kind of reset what I've been doing here. Been doing, uh, 
internet radio talk shows and podcasts uh, since I, I do believe it was 2008 or 9 with a buddy of mine um, that he, you know, had. Uh, and we kind of took a different direction. Um, he started having kids. We didn't split up. We still do some simulcasts every now and then. But when he started a family and uh, he got an offer to be on, um, uh, he had to pay them, but he was on a, uh, a local radio station and some different things. Uh, you know, we just did stuff differently. And uh, we get together when we can and uh, talk about his kids and smoke cigars and podcast. But anyway, so uh, for Christmas, I had me a merry little Christmas. Uh, those of you that listened to the last episode know it was quite the adventure between getting stuck in snow drifts and uh, breaking up with a, a, a woman who uh, I had just paid... Wait, 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 back up, back up, back up. I paid for her plane ticket. I didn't pay her. <laughs> I paid for a plane ticket for her to fly across the country to get back together. And then two, three days later, I learned that we shouldn't be together. Now it's out 140 bucks. It was a cheap flight. Um, well, I was also out the money on the Christmas presents I bought her, but... Don't tell my mom. I'm going to re-gift them and give them to my mom for her birthday. I'm along with other things that I'll buy mom for her birthday. Not that much of a cheapskate, you guys. So, uh, but I had a merry little Christmas with my mother. And uh, here in a, uh, it's like, what the hell time is it? 12.58 uh, on a Wednesday here in Ohio. And uh, I'm going to... Uh, pick my mom up uh, at 5 o'clock we're going to look at some Christmas lights and stuff so um, but so for Christmas my mom got me uh, four Hulu gift cards so I'm watching Hulu right now um, act oh man Ooh, what, what am I missing uh, should look better without the clashes I'm watching Total Divas uh, on, on Hulu, the show about the uh, lady wrestlers of the WWE, but Natalia Nyhart looks better without my glasses on. Um, so, I flip on my Hulu this morning, and I see they have a documentary called I Am Greta, and it's about the... The Wild and Wooly Adventures of Greta Thunberg. So I guess I'm switching back to Sling TV, guys. Once these uh, Hulu gift cards run out. <laughs> oh, I'm such an idiot. But, yeah, I'm not... I'm not supporting... Anybody that supports... Uh, the, the child abuse that is Greta Thunberg. It's, um, I worked with autistic kids uh, at one time 
and what her parents have done pushing all this uh, environmental extremism upon her and filling her head with, you know, gloom and doom death scenarios uh, just, you know, isn't what you do to a, a kid, in my opinion. And it's not what you do to an autistic kid who's mind already functions uh, at a higher level than most um, and I can see that she's on the um, high end of the autism spectrum I, she's very very intelligent uh, but again she needs to be uh, they need to be worrying about you know medications therapies and things for her uh, mental illness more than you know trying to make their daughter their um, well they're trying to live vicariously through the daughter and make her a celebrity uh, and a, the, you know the save the savior of the environment we already have one savior of the environment of the earth of our souls of our people and that's Jesus Christ and that's all the saviors we need so looks like and the race is on and here it comes pride in the back stretch heartache oh sorry 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 should have warmed my voice up before I tried singing George Jones for you guys but uh, it's looking a looking alike the 2024 presidential race has already begun. Uh, let's let's pray and hope that Trump and the Supreme Court and the Congress can all uh, do something about the uh, the rigged, fake, fraudulent election. But. Uh, Whoa, what, what was this? Um, so Nikki Haley, how did I lose that article? Uh, all right, there we go. Must've clicked something I didn't realize. Um, Fox News has an article up. Um, whether Trump loses or wins or pulls this, you know, fake fraudulent election out of the dumpster fire that was 2020, um, whether Congress and Mike Pence do something on January 6th, and I believe they, they should do everything in their power to uh, send this to a House delegation vote. People are starting to ramp up for 2024, and a potential frontrunner is uh, Nikki Haley. Uh, uh, and so Fox News has this article, Potential 2024 Candidate Haley Warns of Socialism Going Mainstream. And it's a valid concern. Uh, it says here, former UN Ambassador Nikki Haley warns socialism is becoming the default economic policy of the Democrat Party. And that's all it says. Uh, 
yeah, it, it is their their default too. And honestly, uh, this morning when I you know woke up and saw uh, an alert from my bank that my six hundred dollar welfare check had shown up, I got excited. And you know what though, this uh, six hundred dollar stimulus, I started thinking, well, how am I going to spend it? What am I going to do? I'm going to do use it to pay bills, and then I'm going to keep it in the bank for a rainy day. I mean, I'm going to pay like two bills and then leave it in the bank for a rainy day. It, you know, I'm not going to go running to one. It's hard to find a mom and pop shop anymore to spend money at, uh, you know, unless it's like a, a restaurant and gosh knows I spend plenty at restaurants, but you know, I mean, what, you know, thinking of the things that I need, I mean, I need, like, ink for my computer printer. I need some new ink pens. There's no mom and pop shops that sell those. And that's what this stimulus was supposed to be. It was supposed to be there to kick the economy up a little bit, help us on bills that we got behind on. Um, I'm not behind on any bills. I have a traffic violation I need to resolve. Um, made an illegal U-turn, and the highway patrolman was nice enough to, uh, tell me not to do that. Um, he was very friendly, though. Ohio State Highway Patrol officers, um, nine and a half times out of ten are very nice. I had one that was kind of rude, but, um, anyhow... Going on, I'm going to use this 600 bucks um, to pay my traffic ticket. I'm going to use it to um, pay my car insurance and still have a little bit left over. Um, maybe like uh, 300, 250 left over. I don't know, I'm not good at math. Uh, no, maybe 400 or 350. I don't know. Whatever. It, you know, that little I have left over is going to go in a separate bank account that I use for nothing but savings. And it's a bank account that I, I kind of put out of my way. So it's hard to reach and hard to spend, um, you know, a rainy day fund. So 600 bones ain't going to stimulate much. Now, when these derelicts get to maybe the uh, 2000 level, you'll see some economic stimulus. I know the last time, what, we all got a $1,200 check. Dude, dude, people was going to restaurants. They was eating like kings and queens. They was going to um, Walmart and buying them $1,200 flat screens. Now, nah, maybe the $500 flat screen because they needed a new TV uh, entertainment center to put it on and so on. But the economy did stimulate then. But the biggest thing we can do to stimulate our economy is just open up and keep Trump. But nothing 
in my opinion, is slowing the spread of this illness. You know, we've done all the mask mandating. Everywhere I go, people are wearing the masks. Everywhere I go. And it's not slowing down. You've, you've shut down bars and restaurants. And as soon as you open them back up, the spread started. It's an easy illness to catch. It is also an easy illness to cure. So, come on. Chamon. Chamon. Oh, well. The election is coming round. The, the counting of the uh, electoral votes here is coming. And... The Trump campaign, according to the Wall Street Journal, has asked the Supreme Court to overturn Biden's Wisconsin win. The Trump campaign said Tuesday it was asking the Supreme Court to overturn President-elect Joe Biden's victory in Wisconsin, following a similar appeal filed last week seeking to reverse the Democrats' win in Pennsylvania. Now, in Pennsylvania, uh, after um, some sort of audit, uh, I, I think, um, Republicans say they found 200,000 more ballots than there were registered voters in some areas. So... Uh, it's obviously, you know, not 100% of Pennsylvania voted. I think what they meant was, uh, you know, if you take this this location, there was like 10,000 more votes than voters. And this location, there's like 20,000. I'm just throwing out numbers. And all totaled, there was a number, there were 200,000 more registered voters than there were, or 200,000 more votes, pardon me, than there were registered voters when you pick all these little areas. And if you're trying to rig an election, that's how you would do it. You would pick areas and hit those areas. You wouldn't do it all in one area. Um, of course, you would target larger cities with large ballot dumps, like we saw Philadelphia was targeted. It does not cease to amaze me that I looked at the county in which Philadelphia sits, the county where Philadelphia is. I looked at the state board of state secretary of Pennsylvania's website. On election night this year, like I did four years ago. And they had 100% of voters, or pardon me, of polling locations reporting. 100%. And I'm like, well, if 100% of Phillies reported... And then Trump's got all this red area 
in the rest of the state. Trump's got the state because he was up by like 200,000 votes at that point. Now, I don't know if they mean, see, in Ohio, when we say 100% reported, that means that we've run the ballots, we've taken the memory cards out of the machines, put them into the main contraption at the Board of Elections, and 100% have been counted. Maybe in Pennsylvania, when they say 100% reported, that means 100% of the areas have turned their votes in and they haven't been counted yet. But four years ago, when it was 100% reported, that meant the vote was tallied and Trump had won to the surprise of everybody. This time around, 100% reported didn't mean 100% counted, and Trump had lost to the surprise of everybody. So, and it was not, it was not the red mirage that was picked by, or predicted by the Democrats, where they said, well, on election night, it's going to look like Trump won, but you're going to have all these ballots come rolling in two or three days after the election, and we could be counting for months. They look. It looked like when they stopped counting election night, Trump had won. We said, night, night, thank you, goodbye, it's over, see you later, Trump's the president. And we woke up to... Uh, 400,000 ballots have been counted at 4 a.m., and now Joe Biden has won the presidency. Right? Come on, man. The Supreme Court's got to throw some of this stuff out, and it's got to go to a House vote, because the, the inaccuracies uh, are ridiculous. You know, the inaccuracies are insanity at its finest. Uh, you know, like we're seeing here, more voters than there are, uh, or more ballots than there are voters. Let me read on with this. The campaign asks the justices, this is Wisconsin, to declare Wisconsin, the election, ah, shit fire, to declare the Wisconsin election failed and allow Republican, the Republican-controlled legislature to appoint the presidential electors in place of those pledged to Mr. Biden who won Wisconsin with more than 20,000 votes. But they're not saying why the Trump campaign is requesting this. Come on, Wall Street Journal, you're better than this. But unless the high court grants the campaign's request to expedite the case, the appeal likely will be moot before it comes up for consideration by the justices. Um, Mr. Biden wouldn't be required to respond until... Um, hold on a second. Mr. Biden won't be required to respond until January 28th at the earliest, more than a week after he's inaugurated 46th president. Man, Wall Street Journal... You used to be conservative. Well, they're Wall Street Trump haters. Last week, the Trump 
campaign made a similar request to expedite its challenge to the Pennsylvania results, but the Supreme Court has yet to take action. The docket indicates Pennsylvania Secretary of State has until January 22nd to respond, two days after Mr. Trump's term expires. So the Supreme Court can put a fast forward on these, but it doesn't look like they're going to, um, <clears throat> is what the Wall Street Journal is saying. This is an American presidential election, people. I was talking to a guy from Australia, uh, and he's uh, from the conservative party in Australia. He said, you know, I'm from the Republican Party in Australia, and I kind of, oh, okay, because I know there's no Republican Party in Australia. And then he went on to explain to me what I already knew. Is like, he's like, well, I'm from the Liberal Party, but in Australia, the Liberal Party is what the Republican Party is in America. I'm like, yeah, yeah, man, I know. I've studied, you know, international politics and uh, stuff like that. And he's like, oh, cool. And, you know, we talked. And so the dude from Australia is like, why would you stop counting votes at midnight? This is the presidential election. This is the most important election in the world. Why would you stop counting the votes when you're only halfway done unless something, you know, w was going on, something wrong? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I totally agree with you, you know. And he wanted Trump to win the election. Um, and he's going to become an American citizen. And I, I hope I meet up with him again because I'd like to sponsor him for citizenship. He... um. He wants to work for our D DEA, he said, because, you know, in Australia, they have a, a drug problem like the rest of the world, but because it's an isolated island, it's not quite as bad, and it's like they don't have a drug enforcement agency in their government. Um, so, yeah, I think he'd be a good American. Anyway, that's a totally different topic. So... The Hill is reporting. Pence refused to sign on to the plan to overturn the election, lawyers say. Well, that might not be a bad thing. Lawyers representing Tr Rep. Louis Gomert, Republican Texas, and Arizona's 11 GOP electors disclosed. In a court filing, Mike, Pre Mike Pence had rejected a request to join their attempt to subvert, subvert the election results of the presidential election. That's kind of stupid. Like, why show your hand, like, you know, your hand of cards days before the January 6th count? I mean... That the, just because he didn't verbally sign on to their little plan doesn't mean that he's not going to do things the right way when it comes to the uh, uh, vote count on January 6th. Uh, Gomert and the electors 
filed a suit against Pence Monday on an attempt to argue the vice president has the sole authority to determine which presidential electors will count when it when it certifies oh wait pardon me here the vice president has the sole authority to determine which presidential electors congress will count when it certifies the results of the election the far-fetched suit yeah that is far-fetched uh essentially asked the court to grant pence the authority on January 6th to overrule results of the swing states. Well, what needs to happen on January 6th is Republicans and Democrats need to team up. The Republicans in the Senate with a spine and the Republicans in the House with a spine. And there are very few. But they need to say, okay, Cruz and Jim Jordan... You're going to go and object to Michigan's electors. Um, Rubio and Getz, you're going to object to Pennsylvania's. And pair off. You, you only need 14 people. Seven senators, seven um, House of Representatives. And you say, okay, you guys are going to take Georgia and object to it. You're going to object to Arizona. You're going to object to Nevada. And force the Senate and the House to vote. And if the Senate comes back with one vote and the House comes back with another vote uh, on the objection to these states, maybe Mike Pence can say, okay, they're dueling electors in these seven states we're not counting any of their electors. And then eventually it gets to the point where Biden is below 270 and voila, House delegation vote. I should run the freaking GOP because I'm a genie. I'll try to remember to link this article in the description if I forget. And I usually do. That article is from The Hill, and it's called Pence Refused to Sign On to Plan to Overturn Election, comma, Lawyers Say. So, big fun for me this this morning as I was talking to you about earlier. I woke up to an alert from my banky, banky, banky that my stimuli, my 600 bones, baby, was in the bank, and I could spend it all in one day, but I'm going to save it for a rainy day. going to pay a couple bills, two, dos, to be exact, and then I'm banking it. Banking on it, baby, because um, that's what we need to do, man. If I'm, if I'm going to go to, you know, uh, I guess I, there's some you could call mom and pop grocery stores. My local Giant Eagle is a franchise that's owned by local people. Um, 
there's a, a small grocery chain called Sparkle uh, near me, and there's another small chain that's locally owned called Save a Lot, and Save a Lot, like Save a Lot of Money, but um, you know they're locally owned, and those are the ones I tend to shop at. So, I mean, I had been a Walmart food shopper for a long time because it was cheaper, but um. I don't know. I, the quality was better at the local, you know, family-owned chains. So, anyhow, Senator Sherrod Brown, Sherrod, uh, is joining Bernie Sanders in delaying the Senate holiday over the $2,000 stimulus checks. Well, that's what needs to be done. That's what they need to do. You know, look, man, a lot of people, sorry, Congress, for your, you know, getting a little sidetracked on your free ride in your fancy cars, but, uh, you know, a lot of people have to work holidays. People, uh, you know, in the business world sometimes have to work, you know, New Year's Eve to close a business deal, and Brown and... Uh, Sanders are not uh, business people. Brown's daddy was a doctor, but Brown's never done anything but get elected in Democrat strongholds. And he's luckily been elected to Senate on his name a couple times here in Ohio. But let's read this. Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown said Tuesday that he would push for the Senate vote on $2,000 stimulus checks by joining Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders' filibuster on the Senate floor. Man, I can't believe that Mitch McConnell is such a goofus, such a goober. He's making me uh, side with my arch nemesis number two, Sherrod Brown, and Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is crazy Uncle Bernie. Uh, but when I say my arch nemesis, I want to kick Sherrod Brown out of the Senate next election. I want to run for Senate and kick his ass. Um, Sanders called for a Senate vote on increasing direct payments from 600 to 2000. So I wonder what that means for those of us that got our 600. Do we get an additional 1400? They should just give us the whole 2000 next go round. I mean, screw it. You know, the thing about this is, you know, conservatives are saying this is you know, taxpayer dollars. We've got to spend this wisely. We've got... No, man. You're half right. It's taxpayer dollars. And right now, because of inefficient government, because of bad government decision-making, Americans are suffering. And look, man. Viruses are going to spread. People are going to get sick. Less people have died in 2020 than died in 2019. Now, some of that's because we were locked down, so you had fewer 
car crashes, you had fewer uh, homicides, although the numbers of suicides, uh, alcohol-related deaths, and uh, other things have gone up, you still have fewer other deaths. You have fewer deaths, and some of it's because of the lockdowns. Some of it, well, it's all because of the lockdowns. All right, screw that. Um, but we have fewer deaths right now in 2020 than we did in 2019. Um, but nothing, it seems to me, is slowing the spread of the coronavirus. Masks, lockdowns, uh, mitigation. Yeah, we slowed it up some at the beginning, but it's just not working and we, we've got to get our herd immunity we've got to protect the elderly of course i'm an advocate of that um but let me tell you something right now today a friend of mine um his sis was told that she needs to decide to um, take him off of a ventilator and call in hospice because he was um, at a very prestigious hospital getting brain surgery, right? Uh, tumors in his brain. Oh, the surgery went great, guys. And there's still time for a miracle on this uh, on his respiratory system. But my boy, he while he was at a prestigious world-class hospital, world-class cancer facility here in Ohio, <coughs> contracted COVID and pneumonia. The only place he could have contracted it was while he was in that hospital. And you're telling me all these experts and government and medical and expert, 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 scientist, scientist, scientist. They know everything. The, what, the, the hospital should be one of the most sanitary places in the world, right? Especially right now. Nope. My boy got COVID-19 and pneumonia at the same time. How was that possible? If all the scientists upon scientists are genies and knows everything, that shouldn't have happened. So locking us up, hurting our economy, hurting our bank accounts, hurting our landlords. I don't have a landlord I own, but all of that did nothing. And the government is treating our tax dollars like it's theirs. That Those tax dollars belong to us, Rand Paul. So yeah, maybe, Mitch McConnell, you should throw me $10,000. Maybe you should throw my neighbor that's been out of work because of 
government lockdowns. Maybe you should throw the single mom that works two jobs when you ain't worked one in the last 30 or 40 years. Maybe you guys should give them their tax dollars back. Because it's our money. It's not the government's money. The $2,000 stimulus, the $600 stimulus, whatever, is our money. And if we're hurting, you tighten your belt. Belt. I started to say belt strap, thinking bootstraps. You tighten your belt. You, you live off of less money. We don't need humongous government. We need a military to defend us. And we need roads to drive down. We need police to protect us. We need firemen to protect us. Those are the only government sources we need. We don't need an IRS up our butts. We don't need a Department of Education to and tell our kids which indoctrination they should have this year or next year. We need a small federal government to work out trade deals and things with other countries. We need a small federal government with a big stick called the military to defend us. At the local level, we need firemen and policemen to save us. But that $2,000 stimulus that Moscow Mitch is holding out on, that Rand Paul, who I really like, said, oh, well, if we're going to send them 2000 why not ten? Why not twenty? Why not? I've paid probably more than twenty grand in taxes in what well, I started work when I was nineteen. I'm forty four now. Uh, you do the math. Uh, I've I've paid more than twenty thousand in taxes in those years. So yeah, and the more I made, the more they took. You know the old saying: the more you make, the more they take. Uh, true that. So yeah, I deserve my two grand back just for shits and giggles so I can bank it for a rainy day or maybe I can put it towards next year's taxes oh man well hey y'all we're running up on 45 minutes here so I'm gonna say amen hallelujah holy crap where's the Tylenol and uh god bless you guys pray for each other we all need prayer right now, man. Jesus is the way, the light, and God is real. So pray for each other. God bless you until the next time. This has been Big John on Americana, the American way. <laughs>